Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. Hi, it's Liz with you today, and I want to share with you this time something a bit different on this episode, because what I want to talk about is answering a question that we get asked all the time, which is, should I learn to code, especially in this age of artificial intelligence and this fast moving digital age? And that's a really great question. And it's one that I started researching, I got really interested in because our daughter was very, very interested in coding. She loves it. And so I was doing some research and getting in depth about, okay, what happened? What can you do with code? What what are the advantages of learning to code? Because previously, um, especially with our organization here at eBusiness Institute, um, we're actually very much, no, you don't need to learn to code. And everything we teach is no code or very low code ways of generating income and building assets online. But what I wanted to do is keep an open mind and look into, okay, are there some advantages to actually learning to code? Are there some disadvantages? Are there reasons why you would not learn to code in this time and place? So let's get into it. I want to give you three reasons why learning to code is a great idea and also three reasons why it might not be a great idea for you because really it is all about you and your journey and where you want to get to. So let's get started and let's start with the reasons why you should perhaps learn to code. And the first one is that coding, it's, it's about, let's call it understanding. So the reason that I got interested in this is because I have never learned to, I've, I've never learned, learned deep coding. I know some HTML, I know some CSS, I know the basics so that I can build websites using WordPress, but I don't know much beyond that, or I didn't know much beyond that. And so I was interested for myself as I watched my daughter um, get in and program apps and do all this cool stuff with code, I wanted to understand this world that we were living in because now code is everywhere. It runs our lives. It's in every business. It's in every home. It's in appliances. It's in your computer. It's in your phone. It's everywhere. And so we really can't escape things that are coded. And so there is a huge marketplace there um, for people who understand and can are able to code. So I was interested in okay, I want to understand this marketplace. I also wanted to understand it because coming from a business and entrepreneurial point of view, if I want to build something, if I want to create something, then I want to understand what I'm asking my tech people to do. So I think there's a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of tension comes from when an entrepreneur wants to get something achieved, they want to program something, they want to build an app, they want to build something or create a new website and they really don't understand the technicalities of what they're asking a coder to do. So one thing I've actually noticed in my journey, most coders, if I ask them, hey, can we do this? They will say, yes, because they can. But that doesn't answer my question really. The smarter question would be, how hard is it to do this? Or is this a standard thing to do? Because anything, that's the one thing I've learned from learning to code and getting this understanding is that pretty much anything is possible, 
but some things are more complicated and it is there is a whole process involved so the first reason that i decided i wanted to learn some deeper a deeper level of coding and have an understanding of some basic programming languages is because i wanted to understand that i wanted to understand how do i ask a tech tech or code coder to create something for me and have a uh, comprehensible conversation with them so I can figure out what exactly I want and also how they're going to deliver it to me. Because one of the things I did realize when I learned this was how many nuances there are to coding. So it's not like you just instruct a computer what to do. It's, it's a very thought intensive, it's very problem solving, and it needs to be designed right from the start so that something you write or set up right at the beginning doesn't destroy everything right at the end or doesn't mean that you, means that you can't change everything um, later on. So there's a lot of impl implications for how you design code and what you put in there. So I would say the number one reason for anyone um, to learn even a small amount of code, even doing a free course, a free intro course on code, is that you'll get a much deeper understanding and you'll see, you'll learn a lot of opportunities that are available. You'll learn what's possible in this world. So that I think is my number one reason for learning to code. The number two reason is that coding is a skill that is phenomenally transferable. So number two reason is it's transferable. As I was saying before, every business, every industry, anything you do these days is going to involve some level of code. And if you do actually decide that this is something that you enjoy, so that's the other thing too, I started because I wanted to see, okay, do, will I enjoy this? Is this something fun for me? Or is this something that I'll just tear my hair out and, and, and struggle with? So that was the other reason I wanted to learn it. Um, but in terms of transferability, if you get in there and decide, hey, this is something I really like, it will add a very, very powerful and also valuable skill to your arsenal of skills. So we often talk about how people, people have superpowers and you might be very, very good at whatever you do now. Um, could be anything, very good at that. If you add, this, there's a few skills that if you add that skill to your existing skill, it ups your value significantly. And one of those skills is sales, sales and marketing and understanding customers. That ups your skills a lot uh, and your value a lot. Uh, another is negotiation, being able to negotiate well. Another one I would add to that list is understanding code. And if you do like coding and take it to the next level and really are able to code yourself, that takes it takes that's like a superpower. It makes you more valuable in an organization. And in a lot of corporate situations, they are looking to take people with specific expertise um, in a particular area and take them across to the tech part of the company or be able to interact with the tech department so that you can get jobs done faster and easier. Again, that makes you far more valuable. It ups your level towards a manager or an overseer rather than just doing what you're doing now. So it is a transferable skill. It's applicable to pretty much anywhere and anything now. And it also can up your value. So how much you're able to earn. And that's always a good thing going forward. The more you're able to earn, the more you can invest and save and 
and build a, a suite of assets for yourself. So then you don't have to work later on in life. Okay, so that's the first two. The third one, the third reason why um, I would suggest it is good to learn to code is, I've actually mentioned it there, is more money. So not only is this skill transferable across businesses, across industries, it also gives you the ability to earn more money because your skills now plus coding equal more value for any business or company that's going to hire you. It also means potentially more money in your own business. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting a business, if you're getting into something like we teach, like investing in websites and renovating websites, learning some code and understanding some code can just up that level of what is possible for you to achieve in that business and in, in that journey. So in that regard, I think it is definitely worth doing. Now, here's three reasons now why potentially it's not a good idea. Maybe the reason why you wouldn't learn to code in this day and age. Number one of those is time. It takes a long time to learn to code and master it. Now there are, I'm gonna talk about in another video, there's many ways that you can learn to code. You can do free courses, you can do paid online courses, you can do courses through universities and training organizations, and you can do full on boot camps where they compress the learning into a shorter space of time, say like a year and you've got full coding skills. But coding does take the nuances of coding and really getting to be a good coder takes time. Um, once you've got those initial skills, that's actually only just the very beginning. What happens next is that you need to get into industry or get out there and actually start using and, and, and developing projects in order to learn all the things that can go wrong, all the things that can go right, all the, the many, many nuances of, of programming and coding. So that does take experience. So it will take you time to become a top level programmer. So that's really important. Um, back to in terms of money, one of the things I didn't cover there was that when you are able to, if you do decide to go down this path of being specifically a coder, if you're willing to put in the time, then you know, graduates in Australia or the average salary, I was looking it up, the average salary in Australia on talent.com um, for coders is 99000 a year, 100000 a year. Now that's a good, that's a nice salary. Um, if, as you get more experience, maybe if you go into like systems architecture where you design the systems for a business or if into data science, which is a massive um, industry now, or into cloud, cloud engineering, that year you're looking at higher 100,000, 100,000, 100, 170,000, 80,000, 200,000. And we actually know other coders personally who work in uh, either their own businesses or in um, very highly paid industries where they do very specific coding jobs. They're getting paid with bonuses. They're getting half a million to even up to a million dollars a year for the very, very top coders. So yes, there's definitely plenty of money in there. But it is about you balancing that money and the time that it's going to take to really learn coding and also get very proficient at it to be paid really well for it. So that's number one reason maybe why you wouldn't want to learn to fully code and, and go into that full industry. If you're looking to make money faster, what we do is obviously create things that we don't need a lot of code. We can use the front end skills like marketing and sales and web design and um, conversion uh, and 
all that and, and you know, user experience in order to ge create websites that generate a heap of traffic and you get paid with a lot of leverage. So there's different, it, it's going to be about your choice and what you want to do with your time and your money, of course. Um, the second reason maybe why not to go into coding or why not to bother learning code in this time is the fast pace of change. And that's what I was mentioning right up front. When we've got um, huge developments and huge progress forward right now in artificial intelligence and a lot of other systems that mean that things are changing very quickly. And so there's a lot to keep up with. In the digital world, there is a lot to keep up with and especially in coding. Now, the fun, interesting with coding, the fundamentals, once you've learnt one language of code, um, and this is what I found in, the, in my journey of, of going through and learning these things, it's really interesting. Once I learned, I started with Java, well, I did some HTML and CSS, and then I learned JavaScript. And what was really interesting about that was when I learned JavaScript and then moved on to Python, the, the thought processes and the, and the prompts and everything were similar. Like you could see how these languages related. So it is, it's kind of like learning Spanish and then also going across and learning Italian. There's, there's similar rules, there's similar similarities there that mean that the second language you learn isn't so hard. And I spoke to a lot of actually some friends who, co who code and really interesting, once you get into industry, you can, um, you could get a job and maybe you learned full stack development, HTML, CSS and JavaScript and you might get into a job where they're using Python or something else, some other language and I've had friends who've gone in and, and they've basically picked it up pretty quickly. Once you know how to learn one language, it's reasonably easy to learn others. So that's a great benefit. Um, and again, but um, it was interesting, I've been talking to recruiters as well and finding out, okay, well, where are the good jobs? What are you looking for in a good Good coder and one of them said oh we desperately need Java programmers because there aren't any left everybody's moved on and they're using other programming languages now and so anyone who would built something in that older language desperately need programmers who are able to do that so there are specialties within coding that mean that you can earn a lot of money if you have specialties in things that people that businesses really desire so that's really interesting too. Anyway, I, I'm moving off the thing. So the fast pace of change just means that if you're going to get into coding, you do want to realise that there is going to be a learning curve and you're going to be constantly learning. And for some of us, that's exciting. That's what we love. We don't want things to stand still. We want that fast pace of change. But if you're an entrepreneur, potentially that's then it's not something you really need to learn um, and spend time on because you can pay someone else to do it and or you can now potentially use AI to help you do it as well. Now the third thing that, um, that why wouldn't you learn to code, uh, it's your personality. So I went on this journey myself because I wanted to learn about coding, I wanted to get that perspective, I wanted an understanding, and I thought hmm, maybe I'll really like it. I love problem solving, that's one of my favorite things. So I thought, yeah, I think I'm gonna like this. But really interestingly, when I got into it, I was like, I'm just not that, I'm not that kind of person that is detail oriented enough and obviously patient enough to program well. I, so it was really interesting. I learned a lot about myself in going through that process and understanding how coding works. So, I mean, 
that's a good benefit. If you want to learn about yourself and understand, is this something for me? Definitely worth having a go. Um, but you have to have a very specific personality to be great at coding. You need to be a problem solver. You need to be yeah, really interested to learn. You need to be constantly learning. Um, and the other thing, I had another thing um, noted, um, you need to be detail oriented because every line has to be perfect. And also you need to, on that learning and growth, um, you need to be able to be willing to throw out some old ideas and come in with the new. It's really interesting. I've heard lots of examples of where ChatGPT and tools, AI tools, have come up with much simpler, more elegant solutions to coding problems than people are. And so it's really interesting. They're having to say, okay, the AI is smarter at this than me. So there is that factor as well. We have got AI now doing more of the grunt work of coding. However, it's gonna be a long time before AI fully turn, well, here we go, I'm gonna probably regret saying that, but um, I think it's gonna be a while before AI fully takes over. We still need us humans who understand coding to be able to design and say, here's what I want. So we obviously need to become great prompt en engineers and be able to ask AI what we're looking for but and what we want but being able to actually design and implement an entire code is not something is, is something still that we need humans for so there you go guys and in this is the first step of the the first video i'm doing in this series uh, where i'm going to report to you what i learned in the process of going through and learning to code and next video what i want to do is talk about well what are the courses because if you do want to go and give this give this a try, which I'd actually recommend for most people, I think it's worth going and doing a short course or something like that to get that understanding. I think that's really important. Um, I'll show you the courses that I did, the ones I liked, the ones I didn't like, and all the options if you want to take it further. So I hope you enjoyed this short little episode about why you should learn to code in this day and age. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.